to the Girl Boss Lounge Show, a podcast produced every week where we meet female industry influencers in the blogging and small business world that share real life experiences, encouraging everyone that you're not alone in the daily ups and downs of running a business. Connecting with creatives is what it's all about. I'm your host, Holly McKay, a graphic artist and blogger that shares tips on brand and blog strategies to help you build a strong business. Thanks for listening. Hey guys, it's Holly. So I decided that my last podcast of the season, which yes, I am going to be taking a little break. This is episode number 12 and I'll explain more about that later. Um, But I decided for this one because it is a new year and um, I experienced quite a bit in 2016 that I would just talk about the 10 things that I did learn this past year. Um, sometimes it's always good to share those things with everybody and, and get an idea about, you know, what others are, what other people are doing in the creative world and the blogging and business world. And, and, um, it maybe, maybe there's a connection out there. Maybe somebody will connect with me and understand what I'm thinking or feeling. So without further ado, (laughs) let's go ahead and get started. All right. So of the 10 things that I learned this year, number one was that I am still a very easily distracted person. Um, you know, in the past, I'd had somebody say to me, um, actually, I think it was my friend Tammy. I, I think, Tammy, if you're listening, verify this. I can't remember. Um, but she said, somebody said to me, or she said to me that um, you do so great at sticking with what you're doing. And that by that, she met my blog and staying consistent. And I said, you know, um, it's like a, it's a full-time job for me. While a lot of people blog on the side to start, um, I, I do make my living other ways, but I also make my living through my blog. And so for me, if I'm not doing it, then I'm not making money. And so I know that the moment I figured out a schedule that works for me, like I know every Wednesday I write my blog post and every Tuesday that blog post goes out and every Thursday an email goes out to my email list. If I don't have that, then everything's just going to fall apart on me. And so it's planned on my schedule that way. Every every week there's I know exactly what I'm doing and what I'm working on those days of the week. And so, yeah, if I don't do that, then I don't make money. But... I'm still a very easily distracted person. So um, it's very easy for me to all of a sudden be doing something completely different than what I should be working on. And um, I've just, I think I've always been that way. Um, But as long as I have my list, the things do get done. Sometimes they don't get done until the next day or a couple days later, but they get done. So yeah, I don't know that, that being easily, not easily distracted is anything you can even, there's there's anything you can really do about it other than just trying to practice more, making it a habit to stay off of social media or whatever, but it's not even social media. It's, it's, it's everything. Like I could be sitting there writing something and all of a sudden I go, Oh, you know what? I need to create some graphics for blah, blah, blah. Or I need to go record my podcast intro today. You know, I just, it just, my train of thought moves, but it's always business related. I don't know. I'm not sure if that's something I can really fix. (laughs) Uh, um, Let's see. So of the 10 things that I learned um, this year was that if something is not making money, then it's time to move on. And I've kind of always been this way. You know, I've had people say, well, you've, you've done this thing where you've made something work really well, and then you move on. And, 
And the reason I move on is because they're not making me the money or I'm spending too much time on them and not reaping the benefits from it enough to make it worth my while. I hope that makes sense. So, you know, I've tried different things throughout the years where I've had a successful digital scrapbook store or a successful template store for photographers. But all of the reasons why they closed or sold or changed was because the um, rewards were not there for me. And I was finding that I had to find something else. I had to adapt to something else. So I had to move on. And so I did, I've, I've learned that again this year, that if something's not making me money, then I need to move on from it. And, um, and maybe it's not even moving on. Maybe it's looking at them and figuring out what can I do different to make it work? And so that's something going into 2017 that I personally am going to be working on. Um, I'm creating less new content for people and repurposing more um, already existing content and working on ways to make that work for me better. So that is a goal of mine for this year. And um, something I think I learn all the time and that I use all the time in my own philosophies is that if it's not making you money, then you need to move on. <laughs> so let's see. Okay. 10 things I learned this year. Number three. Number three was rely on your mastermind group. Okay. If you don't have a mastermind or you don't know what a mastermind is, a mastermind group is just a group of like-minded uh, people. They don't have to be doing exactly what you do, but they have common goals in, in, in uh, connection with each other. So for, so for instance, my mastermind group, let me just explain how I met them. I signed up for a really big course in 2015, the end of 2015. It was a huge course. I invested quite a lot of money in it and I learned some good things, but part of it was a promise to be a part of a mastermind. And so they assigned us to mastermind a connection to a group of people. And I reached out immediately to those people and never heard one word from them. And then I turned around and was like really disappointed um, I had all my life been trying to find people all my life. Well, all of my, my self-employment life had been trying to find like-minded career people, um, to connect with and had always failed at it because it just felt like people felt like they were in competition with you and why would they want to share and talk to you? And so I felt really excited when I was told that obviously that was a big problem with a lot of people was that they weren't connecting to this assigned mastermind group. And so we had an opportunity to have another one. And that one bombed. I We actually all emailed and connected, but then everybody canceled at the first meeting and then there was never anything to be heard from them again. <laughs> so I was really excited when I reached out to my friend, Tammy, um, uh, Tammy Pereira of Sitting Coco, who has been on the podcast and who's a good friend of mine now. Um, I had reached out to her about some web work and she asked me how I was doing with the, with the uh, course and and how my mastermind group was. And I told her the story and she immediately invited me to join her and my friend, Carrie. Um, Carrie, I, gosh, Carrie, have you changed your blog name? I think you have. I don't think you're the same. I think you're Carrie Cooks now. <laughs> I know Carrie has been trying to change her blog. Um, she is a food blogger. It's not Carrie Cooks. It's some, 
let me make sure I put it in the notes. Carrie, I'm sorry. I know it used to be Crazy Cat Girl blog and now it's like Carrie Cooks or something like that. And so Carrie is a food blogger who has got some of the most gorgeous photographs on Instagram. If you obsess over that, you will definitely want to check her out. Like I said, go to the blog post and check out the links that are, I've listed in it. And so she, so Tammy invited me to join her and Carrie and we did. And then later I reached out to Melissa of the White Corner Creative to be on my podcast. And she asked me about masterminds and how I found my group and I invited her. And so now we have the four of us. We haven't met in a few months because it's been the holidays. It's been a little hectic, um, but we are spread across the country. Uh, well, not really. One, uh, Melissa's in Toronto and Tammy and Carrie are in Michigan and I'm in Colorado, but we meet via um, Google Hangouts Live, which is really great to meet with each other. And uh, we all do different things. Um, you know, while Tammy does web design, Melissa does graphic design, but web design, um, Carrie does food blocking and I focus on brand strategies and stuff. So we have different things going on. So long story short, <laughs> your mastermind doesn't have to be doing the exact same thing as you, but rely on them. If you don't have one, I encourage you to, you know, talk to people. Here's how it can happen. Be active in your Facebook groups. Do not just sit on the sidelines. If you start talking, you start connecting, you don't know how you're going to meet those people sometimes. That can be how it can happen. You know, interact on Instagram and Twitter. Talk to people and maybe even email some people and find out, you know, what they did to get to their mastermind groups. And, you know, just don't be afraid. Talk to people, but rely on them. And I did. I got feedback and advice from my group. Um, you know, even though we haven't been able to meet in a while, we do email and, and, you know, reach out and share with each other and make connections that way. And so they're really a great group of ladies that I have found. They're not, you know, my friend base or my family base that doesn't really, I mean, your friends and your family support you, but they don't support you. Like they're not going to be there to help you grow your business for the most part. They are there. They're like encouraging, like, Hey, good for you. Go on. But they're not going to be like people who are in the same boat as you. And so it's really important to find those people. Okay. I talked about that a lot. All right. So let's see. Number four, on the 10 things I learned this year. Okay, it was to try new things. That was one thing I did learn this year that it's important for me to do. Um, this kind of goes back with, um, you know, if things aren't making you money, move on, you know, kind of that, that one there. I think that um, because I tried a few new things like on YouTube and, and some different types of things I wanted to do on YouTube and maybe even shared on my, uh, blog and I tried them and maybe they were, it just didn't feel right or it just didn't work out for me or it didn't get the response I was expecting. You know, it's okay because if we don't go through those things, then we're never going to learn and adjust and make the right choices later. We're just always going to be afraid. So I always say just try new things. You never know where it will lead you. Okay. That was a short one. <laughs> um, let's see. Um, number five, um, is continue helping others. That was something that I made a decision. Well, okay. Let's backtrack. I feel like I've always helped others. I helped other people get their start in digital scrapbooking when I was doing that back in the day. You know, they went on to become successful designers. 
Um, and same with photography. I mean, these were people that I helped kind of guide. Maybe I didn't teach them a ton of things in technical wise, but I did guide them in what they could be doing and, and so forth. And so I've always felt like I've been a helper. Like I've always had that in my my blood, my veins. I've always just been like, God, I want to share. And so that doesn't go, you know, away. It stays there with me. And back in 2015, when I decided to start using my blog as a way to help other creative people become more successful and learn from me and, and do things differently and, and, you know, all the different things that I can offer on my blog, I just still feel very passionate about that. And so I enjoy helping others. And I've done a lot more of that in my Facebook group where I've, I've just done little mini courses and videos for these people. And just, I feel like even though if they don't thank me or they don't say anything, I know I'm helping them. And that's really all that matters to me is I know I'm helping somebody, whether or not they take it and run with it. You know, I don't know, but I feel like I feel like my calling has always been to teach and help, always. And I don't think that's ever going to go away. Okay, let's see. Number, let me see. Number six, I think I'm on number six now. Number six on the 10 things I learned this year is that I've learned, I really am a lot more of an introvert than I thought I was. I thought I was really extroverted and I am extroverted in a way, like I'm opinionated and I will say what I have, what I think. And I'm very open to that. And I will defend myself and the people that I care about. Um, I'm not a wallflower. So I don't think that, that's why I think that's why I have a hard time with the word introvert, but I honestly, I don't like going, I mean, I like going places with like my family or whatever, but I don't want to go meet people. I don't want to get dressed and go anywhere and meet new people. And I just don't, ugh, I don't like, I don't want to travel anymore. I'm kind of done with that. Um, I have to travel this year and they're great reasons for travel, but I just don't want to travel. It's just not something I care to do anymore. Leaving my dogs and leaving. I just don't. <laughs> um, I mean, usually though, once I'm out, once I'm out and about and enjoying it, like if I go out into the mountains here in Colorado or do something like that, I'm enjoying it. It's not like I hate it. It's just that I, <laughs> I'm most people that's on a Friday night. I'm in my pajamas early and I prefer to stay at home. It's just kind of who I am. And so I didn't think I was that person, and I probably wasn't at one time, but the older I get, the more I'm like that. So, yep, I learned that this year. <laughs> oh, gosh. Okay, so 10 things I learned this year. Number seven is that shit will happen, and if you stay focused, you can fix things. So let me go back to May. In May, I ended up in the emergency room. Um, I don't know what time. It was early in the morning, like three o'clock in the morning or something. I had woken up and I had the most gut-wrenching pain and I went to the emergency room and I ended up with um, having to have my gallbladder removed. And I was in so much pain that like not even the painkillers would help me. I was miserable. And um, yeah, I, I had to go through that. And I, because I'm self-employed, I do my healthcare through the state of Colorado. You know, if some states don't have um, healthcare.gov. We have our, we are with our state instead. So Missouri is with healthcare.gov and here I am with this because it's cheaper. It's actually cheaper for me. But anyways, um, I 
you know, when you do that and you're self-employed, you don't exactly pick the best plans ever. And so I did have, um, a, um, out of pocket that I was going to have to pay and it ended up being, you know, scary for me to think, oh my gosh, I could go broke because of this. And, you know, with persistence, I have been able to kind of work with some of that and make that go away. But I'm one of these people that's like, you know, things can go wrong. And so if you, you can sit there and wallow in it and be like, I'm never going to get anywhere. I'm never going to, I'm never going to make anything. It's never going to work out. I can't, I can't catch a break. (laughs) I hear that a lot from people. And you know what? I hear you. I feel you, but I don't have time to wallow (laughs) because I need to figure out how I'm going to pay the bills and how I'm going to make it work. And so to say that I really learned that this year, um, is probably a little bit of a lie. I mean, I've, I've, I've kind of always felt that way. Like, okay, I need money. I'm going to figure out a way to make this happen. And I come up with something and it all starts, it ends up working itself out. Um, it's just the nature of being self-employed sometimes. It's a scary, a scary situation to be in if you're not um, resourceful and if you have tendencies of wallowing in, in your self-pity. Um, maybe it's not right for you. But um, I do know that the beauty of that situation was that I had a lot of my stuff on autopilot as my business goes um, with automatic scheduling of my pins on Pinterest and my blog posts were scheduled. And so I did not miss anything while I was laid up at the hospital overnight and then, you know, on my bed for, you know, three days, four days, however many days I was down and out. Um, but the good news is the gallbladder is gone and I am feeling a much better. <laughs> um, but anyways, yeah, so shit will happen. And if you just stay focused, you can fix things. You really can. You have to snap out of those moments of despair and be like, I got to do this. All right. So let's see. Number eight. So number eight is, um, I hope I haven't skipped one. I kind of feel like I skipped one. Let's try. Let's see try new things. I think I said that. Okay. We're, we're going to skip it. If I skipped one and I'm down to nine, I apologize. Okay. So number eight is take a break when you need to. Like I learned, I really need to take a break. Sometimes I tend to overschedule myself. Um, it's just one of the things that I have done and it's hard for me to just like erase something from my calendar. I feel like if it's down there and I have to do it, Um, If I've moved it around too many times, then I'm okay with erasing it from my calendar. But um, I learned that I wanted to take a break over the holidays, and I did. I did two weeks. While I did a little bit of work, I was offline as far as emails were concerned. I wasn't taking any work during that time. And, you know, I learned that, yes, I have to make a living. I have to make it work. But sometimes you just have to just say, okay, it's time to take a break. And um, people don't care. (laughs) You know, if you're if you're blogging, and you take a break from your blog, nobody cares. Just do it. You know, Um, if you have systems in place where you're continuously um, resharing 
um, posts from your blog or from your products and they're in a sales funnel that are, it's automated, then you should have nothing to worry about with taking a break. You can go on vacation and let that stuff work in the background for you. It is worth the investment to spend on the programs to do that. I promise you from somebody who doesn't have a lot of cash, that is something I can only recommend that it is the best thing you can do for yourself. Okay. So number nine is I need to learn to start saying no more often. (laughs) So this past year I decided I was going to be doing more brand work. Um, and you know what? My heart is just not there. It was, it was hard for me, you know? And so learning to say no to people is probably one of the toughest things that anybody can do. When you're self-employed and you're like, I need to make this cash, I need to make this money. um, It's easy to take things, but we have to remind ourselves that if we're not doing something that makes us, you know, happy or satisfied, or it fulfills our career needs or anything like that, then why are we doing it? You know? Um, And it's okay to say no and be classy about it and tactful about it. And um, you can't control what the other person is thinking or saying to you. And that is just on them and not you. You know, you can easily say, look, I just am unable to take this on at this time. And I would be happy to refer somebody to you or something like that. And, you know, just be okay with saying no. So that brings me to number 10, which was, I mentioned about doing branding. And I learned that while I enjoyed doing it, it wasn't consistent enough for me. And so if I would go a month without anything, it was really hard for me to be excited about doing another project. I think if I had consistent work where my calendar was completely booked all of the time, I would be excited more and be able to do it and feel good about it. So I made that decision, which was, don't offer it. It's one of those things where it goes back to if it's not really making you the money or anything, then move on. And that's one of those things that's like that. So I have a couple of design projects on the books right now that have um, scheduled me and have paid. And they are projects that I am doing and I will continue to finish out, but I'm not offering it anymore. So if you just happen to come across something of mine or it leads you back to that blog or to that page on my website, it's just not something I'm interested in doing. Um, I really fell in love with creating designs for crafters and I do better creating things that I can sell at a lesser price and in bulk as opposed to a custom project. So to me, that is something that I will definitely be focusing on in 2017. Um, My SVG files for cutting machines like the Silhouette Cameo and Cricut have been successful and that's just where my passion is. If it's making you money and it makes you happy, that's what you should be doing. And so that's where I'm kind of going with that one. Um, Yeah, so I am making some changes and that means also that the podcast is going to go on a little bit of a break. Um, mainly because I'm just not sure where I want to go with it. Um, It's a lot of work to schedule people. It's not so much doing the podcast, it's the scheduling of people that can be difficult. This year I had one person flake on me. um, So it really, you know, that wasn't like the worst thing in the world, but just trying to get everybody on schedule and the emails and the back and forth um, was a little bit, can be a little bit grueling when you're working with a bunch of people and trying to fit it in. And it's, it can be hard. 
but it was certainly fun. <laughs> and that's why I don't know that I really want to give it up. I just want to take a little break from it and try to focus on some things um, outside of it for now. And who knows, maybe I will do a weekly podcast of just myself speaking and talking and talking to you about things I've learned or uh, something new that's going on and something that might be useful to you. I'm not sure yet. I know I'm going to take the month of January off and hopefully I'll have a decision um, in February to see where I want to go with the Girl Boss Lounge show. It's been so much fun to talk to these people and to learn from them and to connect with them. Um, it really has. And so we'll see where it goes. But I did just want to say quickly that I have had a lot of fun um, connecting with people this year, um, whether it's somebody who's reached out to me because I've helped them or it's somebody who I've learned from or it's somebody I've just maybe collaborated on something. It's just been a really fun year. 2016 was really fun for my business. Um, and I hope that it can be fun for 2017 as well. And so to keep this short, I'm going to shut up. <laughs> um, but I would love to hear about the things you learned about yourself and your business this year. Go ahead and leave me a message in the comment section of this blog post. You can go over to the Girl Boss Lounge on hollymckeg.com. Um, follow me on social media. Let me know what's going on with you. And I hope you're having a, an amazing new year as well. I'll see you guys later. Thanks for listening to the Girl Boss Lounge podcast. Links from this episode can be found at hollymckeg.com and clicking on podcast in the menu. Love what you've heard? Be sure to subscribe and reach out if you have suggestions or ideas. This is all for you. Until next time.